Welcome back to another great episode of the Intrinsic Podcast. My name is Omar. And my name is Juan, as always. And we're back at it again with another great episode with the uh, Cholo Vibes over here from Mr. Juan. <laughs> I the, didn't notice until you actually said that, but yeah. Hey, throw it up, throw it up, throw, throw up the signs. I got the little thing too. I don't know if that's Cholo or not. Probably not, huh? Man bun? <laughs> no, that's probably like, uh, it's like probably hipster LA say... vibes. No, because it's like, it's become long enough where I don't think it's a man. It's like actually like a thing that I could do in the back now. You know what I it's mean? Not, I feel like that is Cholo. It's not a man bun. It's a boy bun. No, I think that's worse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> going in the wrong direction. Okay. It's a gentleman okay. bun. There we go. Ah, the gentleman bun. I like that. Mm-hmm. Damn, I drinking a like 40 over there too, Juan? Nah, it's fucking Topo Chico. some seltzer water. Oh, pretty good. A little bit of some bubs, some little bubbles. Yep. Some them on okay, the see you, one. Okay. Repping, yep. repping the, uh, the terre. Um, so welcome back guys. Uh, we have another great episode. Um, I'm excited about this one. Uh, this is something that, uh, as always, we're always kind of growing and, and always trying to prosper and, and do better than we were yesterday. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but today we're going to go into it a little bit deeper, if you will, kind of get into the details, the crevices of, uh, what's going on, right? Because Juan, uh, is achieving some fantastic, fantastic <laughs> stuff. I mean, yeah, surprise. I was speechless uh, a few minutes before we started recording. I was like, I, I don't even know what to say. Right. Same. Um, and I am so happy and so proud of, uh, of Juan. And in a sense, I am of, of myself as well, because, I mean, who we are today is nowhere near resembles who we used to be, right? And we've said that before. But today, I'd like to talk about why exactly that is, right? And we're always talking about growth. We're always talking about, you know, changing the people that are around you, changing this, changing that. Um, but one of the things that uh, we want to focus on is is the shift in your mentality. So... At some point or another, I was very much along the lines of like, Juan would provide a, you know, some sort of a prompt like, oh, why don't you do this? Or why don't you do that? I'm like, ah, bro, it's, it's because of this or, or, well, yeah, but right. It's always the buts. And I could give him X, Y, and Z excuse why I couldn't. And where we are and now, you did. and I did. Yeah. And I definitely did. <laughs> yeah. But where we are now, Juan comes up to me or I come up to Juan like, hey, why don't we do this? Or why don't we try that? I'm like, all right, let's do it. Right. It's also yeah. more so just like just putting the idea in our heads and we're like, how can I get there? Like, how can I achieve that? How can I work towards that? And I think it's really cool to have that kind of mentality because you literally feel like you can achieve and do anything. And that's such a special place to be in within your own life because to not be living your life that way. I mean, what are you really doing? Right. Um, yep. And so for the people that perhaps aren't quite there yet and don't quite understand what we're talking about, we want to bring it back way, way back to the basics, right? Back to the, I can't and what that looks like and what that feels like, right? Juan, do you remember when you used to say, I can't, I know it's been a long time. (laughs) I can it has okay. been a while. I was thinking while you were talking, like, hmm, when's the last time? It has been a while. Um, 
I'll probably have to go back. Probably go, have to go back to middle school, if I'm being honest. Mm. Um, okay. Because I spoke about it previously, so I won't go into like too much detail, but that's around the period that uh, there's a big shift in my family. Um, you know, a lack of uh, father figure uh, mm. took place. And I also think it's it's not coincidental that that's the last time I really thought I can't because I feel like within the period of time in which uh, my father left, I probably considered all the I can'ts for the rest of my life because right. honestly, at that time, it was hard to think of find any I can'ts or any maybe I can'ts. Everything was just like, nah, I probably can't. Like, mm-hmm. cause I, I just didn't know, especially in that time, right? Like take, take like any sort of difficult experience. You're a teenager, you're going through puberty. Everything is confusing. You don't know right. anything at all. And then you add this other aspect. And then for, to me, that just threw me for a loop. I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know who I was. Um, the identity crisis also carried over all the way through, you know, university. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is really the last time that I remember specifically saying like, I can't because again, it felt like everything was just going wrong at that moment. Yeah. And once I sort of got my footing and I give all the credit to my mom for really sort of straightening me out and, and saying like, Hey, you can do this. She was the first person to ever like, tell me that, tell me that, you know, of course all my sisters were kids too. They're not going to be, you know, trying to push me or anything. They were just trying to survive as well. It was just my mom telling me like, you can do this. You can actually do this. I tried, I got all C's, which I know sounds like the lamest thing, but previously to that, it was all F's. So (laughs) that was honestly a huge sort of like, oh, actually my mom is not wrong, you know, Mm because words only go so far. And even though like I believed my mom, it was like, I actually did it and getting those C's and a couple of C minuses was like, oh, maybe I can. And that was sort of how I got the ball rolling. Okay. That was an achievement within itself for you at that time. Now, fast forward to now, that would not be an achievement, right? (laughs) (laughs) That would be a failure on every front whatsoever. Okay. So let's, let's dive into that. Um, well, for me, uh, my phase of the, I can't was a lot more recently. I don't, I don't want to say it was in middle school, uh, or high school. Cause I didn't end really until mm, about a year, year and a half to almost two years ago, uh, around there. Yeah. I mean, for the most part, that's just kind of how my, the majority of my life has been it's just always, I can't. And it's not to say that I wouldn't put in the work sometimes, but it was like very short lived. It was like an outburst of energy. If you think about it, like you're, uh, you're walking on a track made for that one straightaway at, at sprint, but then everything else is just back to a walk, you know? Um, and almost always whenever I would have that outburst or would put in effort, it would be when people were looking. It'd be because I wanted to impress somebody 
or I just didn't want to have to deal with any repercussions. So I'd be like, oh shit, the boss is, the boss is looking at me or, you know, whatever. Uh, let me try a little yeah. bit harder right now. Right. But that whole phase of, I can't, um, was very crucial for my development because now when I look back at it, it's the perfect example that I use of what I don't want to be. Whenever I look back at that period, I'm like, this is exactly what I don't want to become anymore. This is exactly what I will never be ever, ever again. If I live a short life, a long life, whatever, for the remainder of my years I have on this planet, I will never be like that again. And that's like a promise I had to make to myself because that is just absolutely terrible. I mean, for me, it was always being distracted, always, you know, trying to avoid the responsibilities I had at hand, going out all the time, um, just being very lazy um, and always blaming everybody else for my problems. Always thinking that I was not at fault, that whatever negative things were happening in my life were because of this other factor or this other factor, whether I blamed another person, whether they were within my family, uh, my friend circle, or just people outside um, that I would socialize with. I was just always blaming things on other people, never on myself. No reflection, no self-recognition or awareness, just lost, right? Um, mm -hmm. And that's what that kind of looked like for me, um, which did lead me to, obviously, you know, my very low point in my life. Um, and that was my rock bottom. And so for the people that are listening, there's, you know, two examples right there for you of what that kind of mentality will lead you to. It's just subpar goals, subpar achievements, um, barely getting by, no awareness of your surroundings, no awareness of yourself, um, essentially just kind of giving up day after day after day after day. If you yep. take a whole week off and don't do anything but just stay home, that's okay because you're going to do it next week too. And ah, that's okay. I'll do it next week again. And so I want to dive into the, what that kind of a mentality is, right? Like I said, it's, it's making up excuses for yourself. It's thinking that things will be okay when they're terrible. I mean, the literally, like literally the whole world is burning down around you and you're like, well, you know, what can I do? I can't do anything about it. And then it's like, you're not even going to be at the extent of grabbing like a little bucket of water and just trying to toss it at a building. You won't even do that. You're just like, oh, well, yeah. it's already burning down. So what can I do? Right. Um, yeah. And just honestly, the best word I can use to describe that is just defeated. You're just defeated on a constant basis by yourself, mm -hmm. by the world around you, by the people around you. You're just defeated. There's no other word that I can really use to describe that. And so we'll use that to kind of pinpoint that kind of a phase or that mentality, right? It's just defeat. Um, yeah. Not much really else to say about that. I mean, if you're there yeah. currently, we got to step it up. You got to wake up. Yep. You got to open your eyes. Yeah, it's, it's important to know also that everyone works on their own timeline, right? The mm -hmm. fact that for me, it was middle school where I went through that really difficult moment. It's not like it was like the one difficult moment in my life. Yeah. Um, but the sort of primary point, I would say, and then for you, it being like two, three years ago, doesn't matter, right? Everything's relative. Everyone's moving at their own pace and their own goals. Right. And even you doing that, like, or, you know, having that be more recent, you're at a really good spot right now, right? Where 
let's say if we push it back five years, maybe five years, maybe six years, are you in this position? I don't know. Are you in a better position? It's all like relative and, and sort of weird to think about. So just for anyone out there, right? If you're going through it right now, that's fine. Deal with it, get through it. And then you, you, you can really start running, right? So it doesn't matter if mm. it happened to you in elementary, in your childhood, in middle school, high school, college, if you're going through it right now, doesn't matter at all. You just have to get through it and turn that I can't and that defeated fail that defeated feeling to at least a maybe, right? To at least throwing that bucket, even though it's mm -hmm. nothing, but just throwing that bucket into the fire. I'm like, well, I'm doing something. Mm -hmm. And then from there, right? That's the part I think when you're in the maybe, you can still slip back into the I can't. Right. But if you can make it through that sort of transition to the maybe, and then I can, and having some belief at least, even if it's a small belief, even if you think like, I can't get an A, but I can get a B, something like that, or a C. If you have some sort of baseline, that's what I'm talking about, a baseline of what you can and maybe what you think is a little bit hard, but you're not mm -hmm. going to say, I can't do that. It's just like... Yeah, that's pretty hard. And in your mind, right? We all acknowledge it. They're very difficult things in life. Like those are very difficult things. You know, no, we stop right before, and right before saying I can't, but we, can, we acknowledge it's, it's difficult, but we also have this floor of, I know I can do this, this right. I can't do. Right. And that sort of position that I think once you're in this position, it's harder to go back to the, I maybe can, or I can't. But also, I think this is where most people live. I'd probably say like 90% of people live within this, I can, but then put this floor, this ceiling above themselves that they can't break through for whatever reason, mm -hmm. right? My financial hardship, my relationships, um, society, all of these different things, which again, are very real factors. Those are things that are certainly out there. There's things that affect me and things that affect Omar, right? All the, every day they affect us. But if you can, I mean, not jump there quite yet, jumping through the, from the, I can to the, I will. And it's sort of like a certainty staying in this area a little bit is a tricky place to be in. I think, right. right? Cause it's like, you really fluctuate and you don't have a lot of consistency of like you're doing cool things, but then you're not doing cool things and then you do really good. And then you make really stupid mistakes and it's this whole, you know, running around in circles thing. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that leads us to the next point, right? The maybe I can't as Juan mentioned. So say you're in that I can't, but every now and then you'll come across maybe other people around you that are doing better than you, right? Maybe it's at school, right? Like say middle school, maybe Juan's out there on track and he's just walking, but then he sees some guy that just sprints right past him. Like, whoa, how'd that kid do that? Why? Yeah. Like, why is he sprinting? We're only warming up. Why is he doing that? Right. And you just kind of get a glimpse at somebody that's far beyond anywhere near where you are in your life. Right. They literally will sprint past you and you just see them for a flash. It's just like a burst, right? And you're like, damn, what's that person on? What are they doing? Right. 
for me, that came, uh, I think, multiple times within my life. I saw it once, I would see it again, and then see it a third time. And after a while, I myself started to deny that that was even a thing. I would just be like, oh, it's just a tryhard. Like, or if they were in class yes. and they'd be doing very well. Oh, my God. You know, Let's I'd stop and like, acknowledge that word for a second. Try hard. <laughs> because, <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know why, as kids, we saw that as an absolute insult. Like, that yeah. kid's a try hard. And you don't want to be a try hard. And Nobody like, likes that. What? Why? Yeah. Like, of course, we're adults now. But why would you not want to try hard? It was right. like the thing that you looked down upon. Like, oh, you're a try hard, dude. And I would say that to kids. They would say it to me too in certain mm -hmm. occasions. It's just a weird thing. Yeah, it's just flawed judgment. But it's it comes from like your own ego, perhaps jealousy or resentment, right? Because you can't do that or because you're not doing that. But you see somebody that is and you're just like, oh, well, screw that person. Or screw that yeah. guy. Like they don't know what they're doing. Like they're just trying to impress somebody, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. Um it also came uh, for me in the form of like being in class and seeing somebody always asking questions and always like answering everything and always be on top of, the, of their game in the class. And I'm like, this guy's a total kiss ass. He's like a teacher's pet. Right. Yeah, and again, it's pet. these labels and these terms that I would use to describe other people that were doing better than me to bring them down to my level. So I could feel better about myself. Right. And so that we're in the, mm -hmm. maybe I can right now. Right. And so what, what else does that look like one? What, what, what else would you say you go through your experience when you're in that phase, when you're in the, maybe I can. I mean, I think you capture it pretty perfectly. It's, it's just spurts of motivation. I think yeah. the, maybe I can, and part of the, I can is what I would call the motivation phase, mm -hmm. which is, it's hard to say it's bad because it gets so many people out of very dark places, right? I would, when I was in middle school and high school, I would go on YouTube and literally Google YouTube or uh, motivational speeches. Mm -hmm. And I watched a lot of motivational speeches when I was in, uh, particularly in, in high school, because that's when I had like an actual phone uh, to access the internet. So a lot of motivation starts from that point and most of it though isn't yours necessarily most of it is from something outside like what you said if some cute girl cute girl is running behind you or in front of you like oh i want to impress her i want to see you know i want her to see me running faster whatever it is right mm -hmm. then it evolves to other things right like oh there's that kiss ass in in class like oh i'm just going to beat them in this one problem i don't really care about the whole test i just want to like hey i do i can do this too Right. But right. not even trying a hundred percent, just sort of like half-assing it and, and, you know, telling the teacher like, look, look, look at this, look at what I did. Mm -hmm. And again, going back to it's, it's sort of like, I describe it as an EKG, the, um, the thing that measures your heart right in the, in the hospital, this right. like, beep, the, the thing, that's exactly how I would describe it. You have these, these spurts of like, Oh, I'm doing cool. And then you go, you go back down and up and then down and up and then down. Mm -hmm. I equate it exactly to life. To me, that represents someone's entire life because if you're not able to get that pulse up, if you're not able to then bring up those spikes and make them more and more and more often, you're dead, right? There's yep. just nothing. You just have nothing there. And so that's how I would describe personally the, the maybe I can phase. And also personally, I would also describe part of the I can phase 
as a very motivational phase where you do, you have these spurts of motivation, you do amazing things, you go back on your old ways, you mess up, you make up for it, so on and so forth. Right, right. Yeah, I would go on to say that in the maybe I can phase, you're perhaps doing it for other people um, or just to prove yourself to other people. But I don't think you've internalized what this life really is just yet. But now moving on to yeah, the not. I can phase. I think that's where you prove it to yourself. Where you're like, you know what? Fuck all that. I can. I can do this. I'm tired of always showing up late to class. I'm tired of always being in class and this person always having the right answers. I'm tired of always getting uh, lower grades on my tests, on my homework assignments, and I'm not doing better. But I know I can do this, right? That's where, you, like you're saying, you get that spurt of motivation. And you're like, I don't know how. I don't know when, but I got to do better. I know I can do better. I can do this, right? And it's all about proving it to yourself. It's all about saying, yeah. forget everybody else. I'm tired of everybody else. I'm always watching everybody else, and I'm always watching everybody else do better than me. Now I need to do it for myself. I need to prove it to myself. And that's this next phase. It's that I can. Perhaps in the previous phases, you'll have excuses. You allow yourself to believe these excuses. But when you're in the can, you start to eliminate those one by one. Like, why is this a viable excuse? Like, that doesn't make sense to me. Why is it that, oh, well, it's because I don't have a car or it's because I don't have any form of transportation. Why is that an excuse anymore? Like, I'm going to go hop on the public transportation. I'm going to go hop on the bus. I'm going to go get a bike. I'm going to go walk to work. I'm going to do these things. But I know I can. It might take a little bit more work, but that's, that's what we're getting to, right? When you're in the I can, that's when you realize the workload, right, of what's actually possible and what you'll actually need to do in order to succeed. You start to open your eyes and you're like, I can do this, but this is a lot of work. It starts becoming a little bit kind of, uh, you're kind of fearful, right? You're like, damn, I can do this, but damn, there's so much stuff to do. Damn, like, because I've been in these previous phases, I've been numbing myself. Perhaps I haven't been fully aware. Now it's like, I'm opening my eyes to what I can do, but it's overwhelming, right? And you- yeah. You're like essentially like a deer with headlights at night, you know, it's like, you're just kind of cruising like, oh, cool. Look, there's like an open pavement. Nice. No more dirt. And you step on it. All of a sudden there's just a car and you're just like, oh damn, you know, and you're like, you just get shocked. Right. And there's that yeah. initial phase of shock when you just open your eyes a little bit, you open your mind a little bit, you become open-minded and you're like, I can do this, but damn, I'm overwhelmed right now. Like this is so much stuff to do. Right. And that's kind of like what you're yeah. saying too, where it's like, you start to maybe fluctuate back into the, maybe I can, and then right back up to the, I can, but that's the phase it's, I can. Yeah. I would say in the, I can phase, there are still excuses. Uh, I think okay. so. I don't think the excuses stop in the, maybe I think even in the, I can, they still exist, especially because to me, most of the, I can is still motivational right. and motivation is temporary. It's just, mm -hmm. it's just the necessity of it. You can't be extremely motivated for extended periods of time. I found okay. this out myself. I really wanted and aspired, especially after seeing all the motivational speeches. I thought the people giving the motivational speeches were like that all the time, right. that they embodied that and spoke that passion all the time. And maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But for the most part, I think that motivation is just a spark that is hard to capture. Okay. It's hard to actually go because there's so much energy that's exerted in that one motivational thing. 
you know, compare it to going for a personal record at the gym. Once you exert that effort, probably the rest of your workout isn't going to be as good as if right. you didn't. Right. It's just a necessity. Your, your central nervous system takes a hit in the same sense. If you have these motivational bursts in your mind, your mind gets tired and your mind's like, mm -hmm. damn, that was a lot of work. You know what we should do? We should go hang out. We should go hang out with yeah, friends. We should go relax. We should go kick it. We should go relax. Right. Exactly. And yeah. that's why I think even in that phase, uh, at least personally for me, like I had a lot of excuses as well. I did a lot mm -hmm. of good things, but I also had a lot of excuses. And again, that that's, that's cause you're still running on to me. It's like, I mean, you probably know more about this. Uh, but essentially to me, it's like a car running on fuel. That's not quite for it. Mm. It'll kind of work, but it'll really get you in trouble if you keep on doing it over you and keep over pushing and over it. again, because now your engine starts getting messed up, right? Now you're doing these things and doing these spurts of energy, but then you start falling into these other habits of I work hard. So I reward hard, right? I work hard mm. and I play hard. That's the thing that everyone says, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and part of that, I think is a really good part of it is you start dreaming, you start dreaming like a bit bigger than you mm -hmm. were in the, you know, maybe I can, where it's not really dreams there. It's more so like, I don't even know what I would call it. Just like aspirations, some, something else that's a little bit different to a lower level, I think than dreams. Okay. Maybe I can, you start dreaming, but at least for me, um, a big, a big stage within that was me dreaming, but not dreaming to the extent at which I want it to be. So I'll give you guys some examples. When I was in college, I became a physics major. And in reality, what I wanted to do was win a Nobel Peace Prize. That is what I wanted to do. That was 100% my goal in my first year of college where I was starting my physics, uh, degree, bachelor's degree, but I never told that to anyone. I never, I never really acknowledged it within myself. I just kept it internalized. All I said was I want to become a physicist, which essentially means getting either a master's or more, most likely a PhD. So all I did was plan for a PhD. That's it. I just want to get to the PhD. Gotcha. Right. Again, things changed, things changed. You have other goals, but you see how I went from a Nobel Peace Prize, which I don't know how many there have been in, you know, in the history of, of the you know, earth, but there's not a lot of Nobel Peace Prize winners, especially in physics. I mean, you're talking about Albert Einstein and incredible names that everyone knows. I boiled that down to, I just want a PhD, which again, not to take anything away from it, great accomplishment. How do you go from here though, from here to all the way here? you temper your dreams. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's really what it is. And for me, that stage held a lot of dreams that I really convinced myself. No, I actually don't actually want that. I, I want this thing Yeah. because I knew I could probably get to this thing. I didn't know if I could get to that thing. So I don't want to aim for something higher than I can achieve. I'd rather just aim for something lower and make it rather than aim for something higher and fail along the way. Yeah. yeah. That, that is one thing I think is, I, I would attach to the, I can phase it's fear of failure. Like you don't want to fail because you finally built up this courage within yourself to be able to try to get things done and, and just do better where it's like, 
you're just fearful of that failure and you internalize that yeah. so much. I, I would attribute this to like when I was uh, visiting you in Davis, still when you were there for a little bit of some time, you mm -hmm. would still like be like picking at my buttons, be like, hey, man, what about this? Hey, man, come on. And I'd be like, yeah, I, I know I can. I just, I don't know. I just got a lot going on right now. Right. And at that you point, you got to understand think, me, Juan. There's so many things going on. Yeah. I, like, I think I. <laughs> I think one of the things I had told you is like, Hey man, like I, I respect you and, and I appreciate everything that you're trying to do for me. But like right now, I just, I can't, man, I got to focus on, on my mental health. Right. And it was, I mean, not to call an excuse. It was something that I needed to work on. Um, yeah, for sure. but that was what was kind of backtracking me, right. Where I kept going back into the, maybe I can, and then back up to the, I can't it was like my own mental health wasn't in line. And because that wasn't in line, everything else was kind of starting to fall apart. Like you're saying, like the engine with the, wrong fuel right it just kind of starts puttering along it's no run it's no longer running efficient and that would look like me basically stuffing my face with like junk food pizza and all this stuff and then the next day trying to go to the gym or if anything even that same afternoon trying to go to the gym right and then feeling like i wanted to throw up and so it's the right intentions but with the wrong effort right trying to get to yeah. the right place but just doing it the wrong way and a lot of mismanagement of time but still saying, I think I can, and I know I can, but again, relying on that motivation, relying on if I would get like a bang energy drink and like kill one of those. And then like, ah, oh, I'm not feeling it yet. Then drink another one and like, okay, now I'm feeling good and then go do it. Right. But again, that burst of energy would be short lived. I'd come back home and then I'd just be like an emotional wreck. And then I'd just be here just like, damn it, man. Like, I just can't do this. Like, I just can't. And again, going right yeah. back down to the, maybe I can, um, yeah yeah that uh that that was interesting for me going through the i can phase because like i said that was when i finally opened my eyes to saying that okay there is things that can be done i can do these things but like i said that's when i recognized like how much work i would really have to put in like especially when you would tell me like i mean you could you could do it if you wanted to you know like yeah, motivation is cool. Yeah, get inspired, but like, it's only going to help you so far. And at that point, I was grasping onto as much of that motivation, inspiration that I could get to get me no. ahead, right? And I'm like, you're telling me like, I have to get rid of that? Like, I can't even use this <laughs> further down the line? I'm like, how am I supposed yeah. to do this? Like, this doesn't make sense. I'm barely getting by as it is. And now you're telling me yeah. that these tools of I've thought were tools now are going to be removed or need to be removed in order to continue to excel and prosper. I'm like, damn, man, this is so overwhelming. Like, I'm just so over this already. <laughs> like, why would yeah. I ever want to do this? Right. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I think right now, personally, I'm probably in between that stage and the, I will stage mm -hmm. because initially I was going to say I am in the, I will stage. But I thought that'd be a, that would be a lie, I think, because I have a lot of that, but I also know that at least until recently, I was still tempering my dreams. I mean, I'm pretty sure it was last episode where I was talking about that exact same thing, yeah. right? Which to me is a characteristic of you're still in the I can stage, which, you know, I really find myself, I think on the upper level of the I can stage, I'm really trying to break through to the I will. But I'm not going to sit here and lie and say, like, I don't have, you know, I don't temper my dreams sometimes. You know, I mean, what we were just talking about before the podcast, like, 
it was one of the instances where I'm really trying to break through and, and being honest with everyone, not just myself, because I know what I want, but with Omar, with my friends, with my family, and specifically, you know, professionally with the CEO and COO and, and my coworkers within my company and actually telling them what I want, what I actually, actually want, not some half version of that, not some other position that kind of gets me closer to that, but not really because it'll take more time and I don't like that. Mm -hmm. Actually telling them this is what I want to do, right? So for me, at least, I think I'm still trying to transition out. I really have, I know that I have a lot of characteristics in me and mm -hmm. in my mind that allow me to be partly in the I will category. But I also know that there are a lot of, there are other things that I still have to continue to work on to get myself fully out of the I can phase. And one of the main things, at least for me, it changes for everyone. For me, at least it's just being true to who I am in my dreams specifically, because again, I mentioned it last episode, society has a large influence on us and for the longest time, even partly right now, I didn't want to be that crazy obsessive guy because everyone looks at that guy and is like, why is that guy doing right? That's the try hard. <laughs> if you go to back to PE, yeah. that's the try hard. And, and in my mind, I didn't want to be that, right? I don't want to be that because I just wanted to do my own thing, but not have people point things out for me. Mm -hmm. But now, and this is why I'm super excited. I'm really strongly transitioning out of that. And trying to be, again, just as honest as I can be with everyone about this is what I actually want to be, mm -hmm. right? Even to the people who currently employ me, who may think like, oh, this guy's crazy. Let's just fire him or, you know, let's do this. So, like that, that may happen. Who knows, right? That's I know that that's a real like possibility always when you don't fit within the structure of a company that they want you to do this one thing. I also know though, if the people are smart enough, they will take advantage of what me and just essentially people like me have to offer. So, yeah, that's currently where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. The next stage, the I will stage. Oof. That gets me yeah. excited. That gets me excited. Also gets me scared. It's the most scary thing ever. And we've talked about this kind of a mindset before or not many people understand and a lot of people don't quite make it there. Um, it takes everything out of you, everything that you have to offer as a person, all of your energy, everything, it drains you. But if you can accomplish your goals, if you can set your mind right and determine yourself that that's the only option that you have and that you have no other option, that the failure will not be an option. It's like, you just get after it. Like, it's like there's a repetition, there's consistency over and over and over again. And it's like, that's where you achieve the most growth, right? That's where you really yep. excel in life. Now, not to say that I didn't achieve growth in this, this I can phase, right? But same as Juan, I'm, I'm trying, I'm aiming to get to the I will, where there's no doubt in my mind that I will accomplish whatever goals I set out for myself. And that I can, there's still some doubt. And I will, there is none. There is, I will not stop until I get this done. You will become obsessive. Yeah. You will 
restrict yourself like from what other things you're doing in your life to get that thing done whatever it may be whether it's something that you're setting out for Why your are you career, describing me bro as i'm describing <laughs> you as you describe me. go ahead um yeah. like you will literally not get anything else done there will not be there might not be as much going out there might not be as much this other distractions around you it will literally only be that right and if it sounds like I'm describing you, Juan, it's because I am. It's because <laughs> yeah, there is an aspect of you that embodies that. Yeah, I, I feel, I think it's best said in, in Spanish, but I don't know exactly how to say it. But it's like, tengo un pie en un lado y un pie en el otro. That's yeah. the way I feel with this. I have one foot on the I can, and I have the other foot on the I will. Mm. The foot that I have on the I will, right, is like this crazy workout thing that I'm going, right? I think it's like 284 that I'm on right now. That the things that I'm asking about my, you know, from my employer to, to pretty much say like, hey, I want to be the employer essentially, right? Being true in that, um, how I try to be with my family, with my friends, that's, that's, that part is like my foot on the side of the I will. Again, I'm still trying to drag my foot away from the I can side of the things of, again, like the tempering, my dreams, I'm getting better with that, but I'm not, I know there's still certain things that I need to be more transparent about, not just with people, but with myself. Yeah. And then also, you know, the, I wouldn't call it doubt, but there's like, this thing is so hard is the, is the thing that, that is hard for me to bring my leg from the I can to the I will. It's almost like literally like someone's dragging me. I'm dragging myself to the I will side. But, and you might think, well, wouldn't you want to go there? Why does someone need to drag you there? I do, but I know how scary it is because I'm on the side of that a little bit. And part of me, and I've told you, Omar, this is like that sacrifice. I don't know if that's something that I 100% want to do. Right. I've talked about it a ton of times, not just on the podcast, on the podcast, but with Omar about like, I want to travel. I want to enjoy other things, but I also want to do this one thing. And the, the question I've asked Omar like a million times, like, can I do that? Can I balance the two of traveling and having this cool life and, and all these sort of th cool things? And then also just putting my head down and grinding, right? It's a thing that I go back and forth on. Um, now I'm a bit more confident, confident that I can, but again, I think partly it's a weird thing, right? Cause you would normally always want to advance, go from the, I can't to the, maybe to the, I can to that will, you might think, well, you're already there. Why wouldn't you just, I'm scared partly genuinely because it's so much work. I mean, it's, it's more work. That's the 1% to me, not the money, not the billionaires, all this sort of stuff. I consider that to be the 1% or the smaller than 1% because there's something where something pushes you and you just have to drag yourself there. And I don't know that part. If anyone out there has like gotten there, let me know. Cause <laughs> that is something that is. I'm trying to do, and again, at the same time, human nature in me is like, are you sure? Like, are you sure? Like, you've seen what you've had to do just to get this far. And 
get into that new level. As I've told Omar, you're at that new level, but you're at the lowest level of that new level. Yeah. You're not a cheat. You're not, you know, so there's still a lot, a lot of room to grow there. So, yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I asked myself the same question if it's, if it's right for me. Right. And then as I asked myself that yeah. there's a voice inside my head, it's like, shut up. <laughs> Stop yeah. batting yourself. Yeah. It's, mm -hmm. um, it's a very uphill steep climb from I can to I will. If you think about it, like, say like what you were saying, you have your one foot over here, one foot over there. Right. Think of like all these, no. these, these different stages, like platforms, right? Like say this being the, I can't. And then the next one being the, maybe I can. And then the next one being the, I can, the, I will. It's exponential. It's like over here. There's no such yep. thing as like that, that, that once you get to that, I will, it's like everything you got, nothing, but everything you mm. got. Um, it's, it's something else, man. I've, I've had days when I'll push myself to that kind of a level. And I come home, like almost dragging myself to bed, you know, like almost on my knees, right? Like mm -hmm. long days, days where you don't even like speak a peep to anybody else. Like you're just all on your own. Uh, I mean, I had one of those days this, during this week in the past and, um, sorry, during this past week, I worked like the whole day. I woke up pretty early. When I got off of work, it must have been like seven, six, seven, something like that. I think that had already been like 10 or 11 hours. Like my feet were so tired, but at the same time, like so numb to the point where it's like, sometimes mm -hmm. I felt like I'd be floating. Like, I didn't even know how I got to from point A to point B, you know? Yeah. Um, I got home and did some work for, for our podcast. Um, and once I was taken care of, I was like, all right, I still got a few more hours in the day. And then I drove my ass to the gym. And like, literally just to get myself to drive, I was like, dude, I still got to go on a drive. Like I can't just show up. Like I can just like open my door and just walk into the gym. Like I still got to drive. And I'm yep. like, all right, drove there, got it done. And like, as I'm like driving back, I think that's when I posted like one of the stories. It's like, don't sleep because you're tired, like sleep because you earned it. You know, and I think that also comes along with that kind of a mindset. It's like you will have to earn everything for yourself. You will have to earn your meals. You will have to earn your rest. Like you will have to earn any sort of achievement or accomplishment. You have to earn that. There's like no shortcuts. There's no, oh, well, you know, somebody said I did good today, so I feel better about myself. Fuck all that. It's like, you will be yeah. nothing but honest with yourself. And that is so hard sometimes because when you evaluate yourself, it can be really difficult, man. It's a real mind game when you're asking yourself, am I really doing everything I can do? Did I really put in a hundred percent of everything that I got in today? And if like, there's yeah. like a slight doubt in you and you're like, I think I came up 1% short, you're like, get back out there. You're not done yet. And that is yeah. the worst, dude, the worst. It bugs you, it frustrates you, doesn't let you sleep. No. It's generally makes me want to punch a wall. Yeah. Um, haven't done it, but <laughs> it's very frustrating. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I certainly agree with what you're saying. I think, I think the beauty though, of making your way through the stages is at every point you dream a little bit bigger, right? You dream and you allow yourself to think, why can't I do this one thing? 
or why can't I do this other thing? Right. That's the part that at this point I know I'm at and I'm trying to personally get all of my people, my, my people, I mean, my friends and my family on that point as well and think, why can't we do these things? Like I, I understand. And, and we just went through the whole process, right? There are a lot of reasons why you can't in those previous stages. If you're in the, I can't stage, every reason is a reason why you can't. If you're in the, maybe there's still a lot of, I can't, if you're in the, I can, you're still, there's still a lot of things that you're like, well, this is probably one of the things that'll make it difficult. Maybe not stop them, but make it difficult. Once you get in these upper stages though, I genuinely cannot find any reason why I can't be a CEO, why Omar can't be a CEO, why I can't do all of the things that I want to do. Why can't I find that balance of traveling around the world, but also doing all of these entrepreneurial ventures and being successful in all of those, right? Why can't I form a family, but yet still have all of this ambition around other things? Why can't I, I genuinely cannot find that where I could before. Again, I had a lot of reasons why I can't do something when you were going through your difficult times. I'm not going to lie. I saw things that I think that I thought mm, that's going to make it hard for him to move forward, but you move past them bit by bit by bit. And at this current stage, right again, not saying that everything is all sunshine and rainbows, but at this current stage, I can't find a reason why not. Yeah. And this thing that Goggins has said before, which is nothing's impossible keyword anymore, right? Not to say nothing's impossible because at some point something was impossible. If you're in a really bad stage, what we're doing right now is impossible to that person, right? Literally impossible. Yeah. But you keep going and you keep going and you get to the point where that statement becomes true. Nothing is impossible anymore. And that's the aspect where your dreams just explode. They just, everything that you want is at your fingertips and can be achievable. Yeah. That, that question, the why not? You used to ask me that too. And God, that would bother me so much sometimes because it's like, yeah. if you're just looking at it from a standpoint of like an argumentative standpoint, right? Like I provide you with some sure. sort of problem. I could give you this whole excuse, you know, super long paragraph. And then you just answer, why not? And it would bother me so much <laughs> yeah. because I knew you were right. Yeah. But like internally, I wasn't ready to accept that yet. Right. But if you're mm -hmm. finding yourself in any of these stages and perhaps you become complacent and you're just there, or perhaps you're trying to elevate yourself and get to the next stage, but you can't quite just ask yourself that. Why not? What? You don't think you deserve it. You don't think you want to work harder in life. You don't want to do better in life. You don't want to become a better person. Yeah. You know, some of these changes that we've made for ourselves don't just impact us. You know, like some of the changes that Juan made for himself helped me out. Some of the stuff that I've done has helped Juan out. Some of the things that we've done have helped our, you know, people within our circles, our family, our friends, or just sometimes just strangers. We just sprinkle a little wisdom, you know, but yeah. it, it's beneficial to everybody, right? So from whatever point of view you look at it, 
it's only going to be better for you and for everybody else, especially your loved ones. So whatever you got to do, do it, but make sure you do it. Don't just say you're going to do it and don't do it. Right. And those why nots, those excuses, all of that will come into play shortly if they aren't already. But when they do, it's going to bother you. It's going to frustrate you. It's going to tear your whole world up. It's not going to be the same ever again, because once you accept it, it's not just acknowledging. Now it's like you're, you've built up the awareness, you've acknowledged it. Now you've accepted it. Your life will never be the same again, because now you recognize that, okay, if this is the person that I want to become, I can't be the person I am right now. And once I become that person, there's no going back. There really isn't. hundred percent. That's, that's all there is. It's a good way to leave it. I'll leave you with the, I'll, I'll let Omar take the wow. Ooh. But last question before ending is, and I would say this to anyone out there. If you ask yourself, why not? And you have a legitimate answer, there's work to do. Yep. That's just the only way there is. There's a lot of work to do to get to yourself to the point. It's not to say that there aren't obstacles to me becoming a CEO, to me doing all of these things. It's just all those obstacles. I am certain that I can get past. That's what it is. It's not to say it's easy path. It's just those obstacles become obsolete. It doesn't matter how many obstacles. It doesn't matter what they are. You're going to make it through. And that's what it means when I say I can't find an answer to the question of why not. So just consider that. Omar, take us home. Today's wow actually comes from Juan himself. <laughs> Not true. These are words <laughs> that everyone uses. Yeah. I yeah. don't think anybody could ever get the uh, the recognition for coming up this as a, as a quote. But uh, you heard it before and we'll say it again. Why not? Just ask yourself Thanks that. Listening, everyone. Ask yourself that. Really let us sink in. It's going to bother you, but it should. Thanks for listening, guys. Check us out on uh, YouTube, Instagram, and uh, Spotify. Share, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, and, uh, and come back for more because we're not done. Not yet.